so I'm gonna whisker, whisper because um, I said whisker, whisper because my baby's with me and he's asleep next to me. But um, I just wanted to say that some of you guys, whoever you guys are, have been sowing for your harvest in tears and you're about to reap your harvest. And what is your harvest? Like, what is that? The fruit of your labor, the fruit of your of of what you sowed in, of the work the land that you did in the land, the tilling of your land, um, and that's gonna look different for different people depending on the work that you put in, the different depending on the season that you put in, depending on what you planted. But I'm specifically talking to those who sowed in tears, because that's what I feel like was coming to my spirit and like by tears I mean you literally watered your land with tears with a with a the work that you did was in tears and those tears were spent between you and the Lord and him working on your heart him changing you him making a way him You and him and the Lord, just you and God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus, the Trinity. And you cried it out. You cried it out. You know, you you thugged it out, but you cried it out. And it was hard. And there was a lot of crying. And that seemed like maybe you're like, well, what did I do? You did a lot because you allowed the Lord to work on your heart. You allowed the Holy Spirit to change you, transform you. You're a willing vessel. And that wasn't easy. And a lot of that, honestly, is is a submission. Tearing down so that he can build back up on what is remaining and what is remaining is the remnant and the remnant is what he's going to use to make something beautiful the word of god says that he gives you beauty for your ashes so i i say today get ready to see the beauty and the remnant that remnant and that and those ashes something beautiful can be formed out of that and this season of my life that's literally what he's been showing me in every in every so many facets and I kept on um I just I've been going through this process it's like a metamorphosis and for me it seemed like you know I wasn't doing anything but the Holy Spirit says, no, you, you were doing something. And that, like, again, like I said, a reiterate submission, it's getting an alignment with the Lord, letting him transform you, letting him change you, being willing, because it's not easy to go through changes. Some of the changes that you had to go through because it requires pressing and it requires like taking away from things. It takes away your desire, like not I, God, but you, I sit my, I submit my will to yours and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead your life daily and you dying to the flesh like and then it really honestly i'm gonna be real with you for me 
thank the good Lord in the name of Jesus. I, I was so preoccupied with a lot of the, like, the pressing that I didn't really get too much time to where I really cared to really tend to my flesh very much. But I, I think because it was like I was in such duress, it's like those kind of things were like afterthoughts for me. Um, and it, it's probably been about a good six months to a year where, I mean, I don't know, probably six months of these last six months, I feel like we've been the hardest. I feel like, I think, <laughs> I feel like that, yeah, the last six months, but I feel like it's because it was like the, I'm not saying I'm at the final stage of anything cause I'm not. But what I'm at at the final stage of, I believe, is part of my transformation. Um, It's never complete. We're never complete until the day the Bible says that he will transform us through the renewal of our mind and um, through scripture. Like as we pray and we submit ourselves to him, he continues to work on us and change us through the Holy Spirit. But we're never completed until the day before Jesus Christ. The Bible says he will continue to work on us until then. But we're never completed, but we do get through stages and and where things that used to maybe bother you it does have no weight no more. Like things that maybe used to pull you in one direction or like make you fall to the ground, like would have devastated you in the name of Jesus and the glory to God. They don't anymore. They don't they don't move you. Uh, maybe the things that used to tempt you, it just it don't work for you no more. It don't have no weight for you anymore. And that's a great place to be because it means you're, it's like he's, it's a transformation because things that would have used to like offended me or like broke my spirit or hurt my spirit or hurt my feelings or had me in my feelings, like have no power over me no more because the Lord has, the Lord broke me down to where it was like, what's remaining. I, I don't know. I, you know, but in a way that I've, man, it was hard, but I'm so grateful because I feel, I feel such, such strength and renewal in him that not I, but him. And if we got through that, Lord, like if you just took me through that, I know, like, I know it's going to be okay. Um, he's the author and finisher of our faith and he's so good. It's not about you be good. It's about him being good. It's about your submission to him and 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 your salvation in Christ and he does the rest. You know, I mean you do have to choose the path this path, but this path is worth it because you're not going to stay the same. You're not perfect, okay? So don't get me mis- misunderstand me. You're not no you're not perfect, but the difference is that you have salvation and you have the grace and God's Holy Spirit to work through you, to transform you, to when you're wrong, he lets you see the error of your way. He speaks to you. You're in communion with your father. You speak to him. He shows you how you were wrong in different ways. And then we we keep getting better. We keep growing. We keep from glory to glory. The Bible says from glory to, to glory. And I feel really, I just realized I didn't pray before talking because I don't even think I was planning on talking like this long. I literally was going to say like a statement and it just turned into this, but, um, 
you've been through the metamorphosis and now you're blossoming or coming out of your cocoon into into blossom and and to become the butterfly and it's a transformation you know it's a transformation that has to take place because you know I kept on waiting for like this like aha moment or this moment of like you arrived or you made it and it's like God finally showed me that's not how it works and he was showing me that I I was looking for this new person in myself that didn't exist anymore and that's why I was feeling disappointed um and it made so when he finally like hit me with this it was like oh my goodness like I didn't I didn't realize I was looking for my old self my regenerated that version of who I used to be but I was like that she's gone that person that I used to be is no longer present within me you know and so it's a good thing because the Lord was like, when he went, when he rebuilds a thing, he's going to re- rebuild it in a way that he's going to take what he does not need. And he's going to use and leave remaining in you what was the original design. And it's a remnant. It's a scrap of fabric remaining from who you used to be, because who you used to be was founded on your truth, on your ways, on who you were based on, you know, your whole life, like programming from the world, programming from our our parents, and that could be good or bad, or programming from anything, man, like your own choices, the world, the world's agenda, your own agenda, man's agenda, whatever. But once he transforms you and gets you back to realize that he he only breaks you because when he puts Humpty Dumpty back together again, it's not going to be... It's going to be a restoration and it's going to be in the way that it was to the original design. And so he was showing me, like, if you understand, like, what a remnant is, it's a, it's a remaining piece of, um, it can be a remnant of anything, but particularly I've been dealing with fabric and so that comes to mind. So fabric, there's like, you know, you may have remnant pieces of fabric, like it's a leftovers of uh, a particular type of fabric. It does any kind of fabric. And so... He was like, this little slither that's left is what I'm working with. And it's what I want to rebuild with. And now we're going to rebuild. Now that I have the original design, it's like it's like the foundation is built on, on God. The Bible says that unless the foundation be built on him, it, the house will not stand. And, you know, that can be taken into many things, like many facets in your life. But I had never really fully fully accepted it into my spirit the way that I feel like it really got like melted in there where I was like aha and that's where I finally had my aha moment was that day that he was showing me this and I was like wow like that makes sense and not only does it make sense it's like I'm happy. I'm gr- I'm like great cuz now I'm like I don't want, I don't want to look for the old person that I used to be. I want to be I want him to build now on this remnant that's remaining because it's going to be the better version of who I am. And because that foundation is rooted in Christ. And so well done. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to Say well done to my father in heaven. I give him the glory and the credit. But well done to you if you're hearing this and you have 
let the Lord or Holy Spirit press you and and work on you. And even if you're not there yet, it doesn't matter. Just let him let him submit to his will, you know, and trust him that he has a greater plan and purpose for you. The word of God says that he knows the plans that he has for you and they are good plans. And I never fully understood. Like, I mean, I would hear that growing up all the time. That scripture, it's Jeremiah 29, 11. And there's a lot of words about in the Bible that specifically speak about our futures, but that one's a kind of a well-known verse. And until this stage of my life, it's like, how real and how true that is because through this through this process this last year it's like he's given me the blueprint in my spirit about what that plan looks like an actual plan like an actual like telling you what you're meant to do here on this earth and speaking to you like literally because I started to ask and if you don't know what your purpose is and you don't know what God's plan is for you and you are tired of you and you're tired of doing you because that is not working, like like the old way wasn't working. So the new we got to we got to try a new way. If you're up, if you're up to it and you're at that point in your life or if you're already saved and you're like, OK, I, maybe that's what I'm missing. Like, I don't know God's plan. I really don't know his plan for my life. I, I just I just. I just challenge you to to go before the Lord and pray and ask for him to to reveal to you through the Holy Spirit and to show you and like um is it's um what scripture is it? Let me see. Ouch. It's a scripture. It's a what hold on, I don't wanna misquote it. Basically it's 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 asking the Lord for a sign. Hold on. It's asking the Lord for a sign. Um, and you can ask the Lord for a sign. You're not asking for like, you're asking for the wrong reasons. You ask for the right reasons. And God knows your heart. He, he's He's not a man that he can you can fool him. So if you come into him with some wrong, like shady motivations, he's not that. That's not what I'm talking about. But hold on. Give me, where is it? Okay, so while I look for it, um, let me just keep on. Let me keep on talking. So basically, he asked for a sign. So ask the Lord for a sign to show you, like, what is your purpose? What is your, um, what is his plan here for you? To give you an understanding, to speak to you, like, understand he's the creator of the universe, the heaven and the earth and everything in in between. And he will give you, he will just ha- just believe all he needs what he told me the other day, he says, give me a little and I'm going to give you a lot. And I was like, what? Like, I mean, it's actually biblical. The Bible says you need faith as small as a mustard seed. And that's pretty small, pretty tiny. So when he was telling me, the Holy Spirit told me that, I was like, that's biblical. At first, I was like, that sounds funny. Is that Sophia? Is like, that me? Is that me? And like, no, that's scriptural. That's that's the Bible. He's telling you, this is what I ask of you, really. I ask you for a little, but I had never heard the Holy Spirit say something like that to me. Give me a little and I'm going to do a lot. He means give me your little faith and I'm going to do a lot. I'm going to show you a lot. And so you just need to believe enough. Just the tin, the smile, that like go look up a mustard seed. 
go look up a mustard seed. Um, and then the scripture is 711, Isaiah 711. And it's called the, I'm not going to read it right now, but it's a sign of Emmanuel. And basically the sign is Jesus that he ends up telling him because he, he ends up telling him to ask for a sign. And he does, he says, I'm going to give you a sign. And he, it's biblical. I mean, it's, it's foretelling, um, about Jesus being born, but this is true too for us that we can ask the Lord for a sign. And I said I wasn't going to read it, but I'm just going to read it. It's 7-Eleven. Um, Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. And I was like, because the Lord kept, brought, took me to that scripture. And I didn't, I was like, I feel like, what? Like, I felt like it was wrong to ask God. And that's exactly what this, this guy says. He says, but Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. But basically, he goes on to tell him, please, like, don't test the Lord. Ask the Lord for a sign. He's asking you to ask. Ask him. It's not too hard. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. And I'm just telling you today to ask the Lord for a sign in your life. If Even if it's just like, are you there, Lord? Are you real? And if you are real, Lord, reveal yourself to me. Show me you're real. And it's not in, 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 in like... I just ask that you add, like, not in the, like, in the way that's come from a humble place, like a humble place in your mindset and be real with the Lord because he knows if you don't, if you don't really believe, he knows. And if you want to assign, ask him, you don't got to, you know, just come to him with respect and as you would a person. And I mean, he's not a person, but I'm just saying, like, if I, I said, I guess in my mind, I'm thinking of anybody who might hear this, that struggles that don't, that might not believe, but, but for either way. So, um, I'll end with just saying that he's the author and finisher of our faith. And he just really been showing me, you know, He just needs little. He needs a little of your faith and a little of, of your faith. And he could do a lot with that faith and a lot with that. And just willingness to give yourself to the Lord and, and like your heart, giving your heart to him. Um, and I think I'm going to end it there because I could see me keep on going in another direction. But I'm going to stop for now. So I hope whoever hears this word will be blessed by it and um that it speak to your spirit and i pray i'll be praying for you i pray for whoever hears this word that the lord will bless you keep you and um keep you in abundance in his grace and mercy in jesus name all right talk to you later bye